I'm talking. Episode 35 for December 16th, 2018. This is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast, where I share my thoughts on the topic that has piqued my interest this past week. This week, I'm talking teachable. Let me start by telling you what I think teachable means to me. First, it's a capacity to learn. Do we have a spirit that is teachable? Do we have the ability to learn whatever it is that we are trying to learn or being taught? The other is a a desire to learn. Do we have a state of mind that is one that desires to gain additional knowledge? And another thing that might happen is just the ability to learn a subject, maybe a capacity to learn as well. All of those things to me fall under the word teachable. So why am I talking about being teachable this week? Well, it really comes down to one thing. I got my credentials for being a substitute teacher, and I spent a day and a half teaching at two different schools, two different student sets in Yermo and Fort Irwin here close to where I live. And the experiences there got me thinking about teachers and how great teachers are and what it was like for me to be in a classroom teaching junior high students. I've had other teaching opportunities, and I think this falls into the category of when I've taught in Sunday school and I've I've taught in an Awana program and different levels of students, different ages of students, all the way up through adults. And teachable is something that is important in all of those instances. I want you all to know that teaching is hard. If you're a teacher or been in that position, you know that already. And this is not a new revelation. It is something that I've known for years, and I've appreciated the teachers that I've had over time that have poured their ability into me. The things that you run into as a teacher that make it difficult is you have a broad range of learners, different capacities to learn, the teachable nature of each student is different, and how the students learn is very different. And so trying to accommodate all of that broad range of learning in one classroom environment is very difficult. The other thing that teachers have to deal with is what I call have to be versus want to be. Many teachers deal with students that have to be in their classroom, that have to be at school. And I think that is additional difficulty for them to be successful versus students that want to be. The other thing that happens is often the have-to-be students can be disruptive and the want-to-be students then have a more difficult time learning a given topic. I often thought that maybe teaching college would be easier because that student is paying to be there and when they are disruptive, you can just tell them to leave your classroom and that is a little easier to do, I feel, than in other educational environments. The other thing that teachers have to deal with is background years of their students. Where did they come from? What was the environment at home? What has been ingrained to them? The earlier education years and the teachers that teach those in the kindergarten and the first and second may have a little bit more input into those developmental years. But at some point, the historical 
life of that student impacts their ability to learn often, their desire to learn. And that is the next thing that makes it very difficult is what is the desire of the student, what they weren't want for themselves versus what is good for the classroom. And then two other things that we run into, I say we, I'm not really a teacher, that teachers run into is respect and trust. Does the student respect what the teacher is trying to accomplish? And does the student trust that the teacher has their best interests at heart? So this week, going back to my very limited and early experience in a teaching environment, I was at a school of junior high students that were um, regular students in the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and I had a wide variety of students, as I mentioned before, those who had no desire to be there, no desire to learn, no desire but to be disruptive, all the way to students who wanted to be there, who were trying to do their best to perform at their highest level, even amongst the disruption, And it was a very difficult class for me, only in that I knew I only had a few hours with these students and probably wouldn't have a huge impact on their lives going forward. The second opportunity I had was an all-day assignment with students with disability. And so these students will learn, if given the opportunity, their teachability is different than the students I worked with the prior day, but they mostly wanted to be there and were appreciative of the work that their teacher had done and that I was able to carry on for the brief hours that I spent with them. Were they able to learn the same things that others of their age bracket learned because these were still 6th, 7th, and 8th graders? Um, Not entirely because they have some lack of ability to learn at a given pace, and so their teachability is a different level. They still learn. They're still teachable. And for the most part in the classroom that I had, their hearts were in the right place. A very distinct difference from the experience I had of the previous day. So that got me thinking about where responsibilities lie for the teachability of a given individual. And I think the first starts with parents. We can't blame everything on the parent because there are situations we don't always understand. But I think as a parent, the responsibility remains very similar. And that responsibility is to raise a student who is respectful of the authority of adults. I think that has to be there. They also have to recognize that poor performance in school is an indication of poor performance in life. And I think that's going to carry on. Doesn't mean they have to be a straight A student, but if their effort isn't there in school, it's probably not going to be there later. And so as parents, we have to drive that responsibility to perform at your very best. And I think that that responsibility never changes for parents on an ongoing basis. The next responsibility lies with the students themselves. They have to come to school and recognize the authority of the teachers in front of them, be respectful, and try to be teachable. We know that students learn at different rates, and some students are straight-A students that just fly through school with no issues, and other students struggle. And if 
the student comes with the right attitude, not only will they be assisted by the teacher at their learning ability and their teachability moment, but they actually will find that they are assisted by other students who appreciates the fact that they are trying. And I think the student's responsibility is to be their best in that environment. And then the teacher's responsibility is even more important from that aspect in letting each student be an individual to recognize their abilities, to teach to the best of the teacher's abilities so that all students can learn and move forward, and then find ways to satisfy the advanced learners and still bring those who have different learning skills forward with the class as a whole and to involve everyone in that process. Again, teaching is very hard, and I would just like to say to all the teachers that I've had in my lifetime, to those that are in my immediate family now and in extended families, that I appreciate the work that they do even more now that I have this very brief experience. Until next week, this is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast.